Hey, hey. It is Corey and it is Judith. And we are Tinseltown Tea, Tea, baby. Tinseltown Tea here at Tinseltown Tea. We're all about black film, black TV, black entertainment, Mm. black art, and black people. Okay? Black folks. Mm. Folks with an F O L X. Okay? Okay? Don't play with it. Everyone included. Basically, it's all black Mm -hmm. around here. Mm -hmm. All black everything. (laughs) That's what we do around here. That's what Tinseltown Tea is about. It's about uplifting black creators in the entertainment industry. We are two screenwriters. Yeah. Who started this podcast because we wanted to educate yes. and entertain. Period. From the black lens in the entertainment industry. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's only right that for this segment, mm-hmm. we present to you a top five list worth caring about. Come on. I know y'all be hearing all these other top five lists and you're like, snore. Okay. Big yawn. Mm-hmm. But this one, you gonna care about. It's our top five greatest black sitcoms of all time. <laughs> Korean Judith style. Let's go. So we're each going to give our own top five list Mm because it's it's really subjective. So Mm -hmm. we're going to give our own. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. I guess I'll start with mine. Yes. Now, this was the hardest thing I think I've ever had to do. It's because there's so many good black sitcoms. There's so many. I'm like, okay, top five. So good. But when I started doing it, I started having heart palpitations. (laughs) I was sweating, child. (laughs) Had the sweat dripping. I was shaking. I was yes. anxious. I said, how do... This is hard. It's so hard. So hard. This is hard, probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Honestly. I'm not joking. Whew. Was to narrow down my top five Whew. black sitcoms. But I did it. Yes, you did. I'm here. We did that. Whew. So we're going to get into it. Let's go. I want to say this is in particular order, but mm-hmm. kind of... I feel like they could maybe be interchangeable. Yeah. But... um. We'll get into it. Let's go. Number five. Number five. Baby. Boondocks. Ooh, that's a good one. Boondocks. That's so a good one. Some of y'all one. may be like, why are you putting your top five? It's in my top five because it's my top five. And also because it was an iconic show. I mean. Uh, hands down, one of the most intelligent shows I think I've ever seen ever. It doesn't matter if it's yes. black, white. Asian, Hispanic, one of the most intelligent shows I've ever seen ever. 100%. And it was iconic. It was a black anime style animation show with black characters Mm -hmm. who were black as fuck. Yep. And it showed the different facets of what being black can look like. Because we are not all the same. We don't all act the same. That's right. And I loved loved it. Yeah. So very satirical. They got on everyone. They got on us. Yeah. They got on y'all. They got on everybody. Yeah. So that's what I loved about the show. Super iconic. So that's why I put it in my top five slot mm-hmm. because of what it did. It's a, I mean, it's a great choice. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, the voice over acting alone. How can we, for, yeah. Regina, I mean, the queen, mm-hmm. you know, still, still protecting her at all costs right, right. now, but she does so many voices mm-hmm. in that show mm-hmm. and the legendary, oh, who passed away pops. Pops, Mr. Oh Witherspoon, John Witherspoon. Mr. John Witherspoon. I mean, a legendary. So much so that I was so bad that the reboot, I, the news came out that it won't be happening over mm-hmm. at HBO. And I hope they change their minds because that's one reboot I can stand behind. Right, right. <laughs> I can stand behind that. Right. Even um, though we don't have Pops. Yes. I would still be excited to see a reboot of that. Because yes. Because I think uh, it really did things for the culture. I mean, the so, R. Kelly episode, yeah. the Chris Brown is, episode. It's mm. just, and it was funny. <laughs> so very funny. Yeah. So very funny. So very niggerish. And yeah. Black. So that, <laughs> very much that. That is a great, that is a great pick for your top five. I'm mad I didn't pick it for mine, but like, yeah. so good. Um, 
yours well my five on the list i kept it was so hard to narrow it down i kept mine all to like pretty much 90s sitcoms Mm. because there's some stuff out here now that are slapping um But it was hard for me. So I just kept it in the 90s. And number five was Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Okay. I, one thing I love about the 90s is the opening credit song. And when you Bops. have In Vogue involved, I'm like, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> I don't, Cooper. And they came with the harmonies. I'm like, don't. Don't play with me. It's angelic. Don't me. don't play with me. So yeah, it was it was just super fun. Trying first of all, like we rarely see black men as teachers on mm-hmm, television. Mm-hmm. And I think we forget how important that is, particularly you know to see us in different lights. And he right. did that. A former right. coach being a teacher, and he was the cool teacher. He always mm-hmm. had fun with it. You know what I mean? So I really love that. And the chemistry. Uh, Holly Robinson Pete was on there. I mean, she's so great. She's so amazing. And they even had because it was on ABC. Like I was rewatching an old episode, and they had a crossover with Full House. Of course, I was like, "We missed that." What? I missed that. <laughs> I was like, "What?" The nineties was wild, but I was like, "Of course you did." Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rest in peace, Bob Saget. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace. So yeah, I put Hang with Mr. Cooper. It was all like nostalgia vibes for me. Mm-hmm. That opening credit song, and honestly, seeing Iconic. a tall black man be a teacher and educator because we mm-hmm. need to see more of that. So. Mm-hmm. That's why Abbott Elementary is important. Period. If y'all haven't seen that show, it is so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. See it. We love black male teacher figures. Okay. Super important. Good choice. Good choice. Yes, ma'am. All right. Moving into our number four spot. What's your number four? I have Fresh Prince. Oh! I have Fresh Prince. Another iconic show. Iconic. So Uh, I like to pick uh, all shows that I feel like really did things for black culture in mind. I think Fresh Prince definitely did something for black culture. I mean, everyone knows Uncle Phil. Hopefully everybody oh, has an Uncle Phil figure in their yes, life. Yes. And it was just iconic. I okay, so I model my actual adult personality off of a few people. Oh. And Will Smith was one. <laughs> <laughs> because of Fresh Prince. Yes. I mean, seeing black folks so cool. who were educated and yes. rich. Yes. And rich and hanging with the best of the Bel Air white folks. I love Hillary Swan. <laughs> Hillary was the, like mm-hmm. that bitch. She was that bitch. <laughs> she was that bitch. She was that bitch. I love so it. So I, I can't, we cannot knock the vibes mm-hmm. and the iconicness yeah. of Fresh Prince. But uh, that opening song. Iconic. Like you put that on everybody rapping the lyrics, mm-hmm. like period. And that's, that's called iconic, iconic, whatever the word Iconicism, is. Iconicism maybe? It's called culture. Okay. It's, it's legendary. Called. Legendary stuff. Yep. So that's why I put it in my top four. That's an amazing pick. Also, the reboot's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. A more dramatic version. Yes. So I cannot wait to see it. They always go for the legendary shit to try and reboot. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not mad at because it's a whole different take. But you have to do it right. If it's it legendary, has to you be well done. It. it has to be well done. So we're looking out for that. But Fresh Prince, number four on your list, like, uh, on point. Um, my four pick on my list of top sitcoms is a different world mm-hmm. i love seeing first of all it was set on a fictional hbcu mm-hmm. hillman oh my god and like the very fact i was like last week years old when i learned that hillman was not a real place oh um <laughs> there's a lot of generation of people like i'm going to apply to hillman it's like no you're not girl it's not real <laughs> and black people always ask hillman <laughs> okay. when it's just hillman why would you <laughs> 
<laughs> Why would you do? I just think at that show, it showed an iconic setting for mm-hmm. talk about black excellence, black education, but just, right. you know, a coming of age story that is not really seen a lot, which is like educated black people of all different, you know, they say we're not a monolith. And that show took on many different characters mm-hmm. and really showed them growing up. You know what right. I mean? And I, I love a good coming of age story. Also, like Debbie Allen was the director, and she's been she I, she has been doing the damn thing mm-hmm. for a while out here in the streets. Her. Like, just don't don't like she's legendary. Like from all the way, and even before that, like so yeah, a different world, super iconic. It was so important for me mm-hmm. at that age to see young black educated, you know people trying to just figure out life a lot of times we don't get that opportunity just to have that Mm -hmm. you know image on television and i love it they set the tone and honestly uh iconic television just so so good iconic Mm -hmm. so that was my number three was a different world look at that we're so synced here that was my number three uh like everything you said i think it was super important at that time to actually showcase Mm-hmm. black folks in college but yes. HBCU at yes. that yes. we should always celebrate HBCUs absolutely at I all times one, I should have went to one too I, I mean I went to FSU which is across the street from well. FAMU so I kind of went I'm an honorary yes. rattler don't come to me I'm honorary <laughs> now don't play with me yeah. Um, yeah but I think it was super important at that yeah. time to highlight HBCUs yep. and to see black kids in college like I said figuring out we had all yes. these white college kids shows so yep. it was super important to see us in college and we absolutely came from all different places coming together to educate. So yeah, that's why I said my number three iconic, Ay. iconic shit did shit for the culture. Awesome. Well, my number three, of course, again, opening credit songs, another iconic Ooh. one living single. I mean, first of all, y'all don't give enough credit. The cast amazing. Stacked. Like, so amazing mostly all of those actors are working now if mm-hmm. not have gone on to do amazing things mm-hmm. i mean queen latifah like duh the queen, the latifah. queen latifah like what do we come on now she calls herself feels. queen latifah how can you not stand i mean and now she on cbs being the equalizer cook kicking all the ass okay right. i'm like well come yeah. on then i mean it's just uh the opening credit song and it was the first sort of uh non-family sitcom it was a family Mm -hmm. of friends and speaking of which we all know that nbc went and bit off of that and created friends and everybody talking about oh this is new this is so different we never seen nothing like this it's like uh, 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 no living single came first Mm -hmm. and it was doing that and Mm -hmm. very successful at it Mm -hmm. and nbc peeped and they were like let's do that but with the whites Mm-hmm. so pay homage y'all yeah like give credit where credit is due right it's hilarious as hell shout out to yvette lee browser who created it i mean amazing it's an amazing show so funny my favorite back and forth with uh kyle um and maxine <laughs> they always they always had the riffs and the you know, one-liners man. oh my god black people will roast your ass and they mm-hmm. will put it on tv it's so funny we love that Whew, love it but yeah living Good single character. is my number three okay <laughs> Oh All right. Okay, and Bill, Living Single was my honorary. I always have mm-hmm. an honorary. Living Single was definitely my honorary. Yeah. Okay, so moving into our number two spot. Ooh. I took it back, back, back. Come on. Because we cannot, you know, 
we can't be where we are today if we don't pay homage to the ones who opened the doors for that's, us. That's facts. So that's why I took it back with my number two spot, the Jefferson. That's right. Okay. So this one could be either be the Jeffersons or I feel like Sanford and Son, mm. but I decided to choose Jefferson. Those are two iconic. They're so iconic. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. feel like I even have to explain anything about the Jeffersons. Yeah. If you don't know, you should figure out. Yeah. Uh, iconic George and Wheezy. Come on, come on now. They're, that dynamic, they started it off. That was a dynamic. <laughs> they started off with everybody. Mm-hmm. They would go back and forth, tip for tat. And when I tell you, I guffawed when I be watching that yeah. Nick and Night. Girl, it's fun. That's comedy. Guys. It's comedy. That's black comedy, and oh we love God. to see it. Yep. We cannot. I just, I can't as a mm-hmm. TV writer go forward without paying homage so the jefferson is my number two spot just also want to say had 11 seasons wow one of the longest running sitcoms and it was black folks come on and this was in the 70s yeah that's yeah. that's a big deal 70s friends. into the 80s yeah you're right that's a huge freaking deal y'all yeah. so jefferson's in my number two spot that is a great spot i mean yeah iconic well done well placed uh i'm looking at my list like girl you should have went and okay uh <laughs> <laughs> gonna leave out the jefferson's girl but that's all right i stayed in the 90s because you know nostalgia. she had a theme she had I a did. theme i did uh but, but number two for me family matters like Ooh, good one too again great opening credit song great characters i mean during that time steve urkel became a star like a huge one america probably the world was going bananas for this mm-hmm. little black nerd and that's the thing that i loved about it we mm-hmm. got this sort of like caricature but you don't see black people as nerds a lot like mm-hmm. very scientific mm-hmm. very into science very clumsy right. very we were like and i do that <laughs> iconic phrases like he even had a dance i sure did do the urkel i'm very proud of that it was very fun <laughs> We love doing a dance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, the whole cast was like so mm-hmm. iconic, like very much so. I mean, still working to this day, like right. we know all of them and like they made this sort of family straight out of like I think it was Chicago or Detroit. I could be one wrong. of those. One of them. One of them. But <laughs> Midwestern <laughs> cities. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, on the the only cop I trust is Carl Winslow. I'm not gonna Period. I mean <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. That's just that on that. He's the only one that can arrest me. Period. If I ever do anything wrong, he's the only one I trust. Okay, and he's gonna teach me a lesson at the end of that. Mm-hmm. And my record will and be give cleared. me a stern father look. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> okay, we cannot forget Rachel. Uh, Rachel mm-hmm. with Rachel's place when she had that little <laughs> that little diner and all the people mm-hmm. and little Richie. I'm like. Period. It was it was so much fun. It was so much fun to see this family dynamic. And again, Blurds <laughs> always looked to Steve Urkel and his image Ugh. and like really like trust me, it was a time and it was perfect. It was it's such a Absolutely. fun show. They got a little crazy around the you know last seasons. People space was involved, but listen, <laughs> listen, it was a great that. show, and I that's why it's my number two. All Period. right. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Good choice. Yes. All right. So our number one, we're lying on this one. Yes, we are. This is the hardest thing I ever had to do was put something in them one spot. Yeah. Um, but but when I think we agreed on this, though, yeah. when I think about all the shows, I couldn't put any show above this one. Facts. I just couldn't. Facts. And that is, you want to say it at the same time? Yeah. One, one two, two, three. three. Y'all, <laughs> Woo. 
know why I love being black. That Anyways, such a good opening. <laughs> Martin <laughs> is in our number one, one spot. Number one. Number one spot. The fact that we both put it there should tell you. Yeah. It was iconic. I mean, <sighs> just <sighs> not Gina. just the yeah. cast itself. Mm-hmm. Like you the, said, Gina. The cast. The cast. <laughs> Pam. Pam. Tommy. Tommy. Ain't never got no job. Never Rest got no job. Rest in peace. Well. Oh my God, Tashina Arnold! I mean, yeah. legend. Carl, Carl Payne, that was his name. Yeah, Carl Payne. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God, and Brother Man from the Fifth Floor. It was the characters low. for me. Okay, it and was. Then, and then the characters. And then Martin Lawrence had the nerve to play twelve billion other characters on the show. Shanae, yes. <laughs> my favorite. Jerome, Rome, Rome in the house. <laughs> Jerome in the house. Play this, uh, the, what's not what, the snot nose little boy? Oh, oh, I forget his name. It was so funny. And the karate uh, dude. Yeah. I don't even know his name either. <laughs> it's just so many iconic characters. for all these reasons. This man is playing all these different iconic characters, bringing these characters to, to life. life. It's called talent. Friends. Oh, my God. It's called comedy. It's called culture. Oh, my God. I think Martin moved the culture in Truly. a way that nobody has yet to do yet. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying there's not people who aren't as amazing, but Martin did his thing. I mean, when I tell Woo. you, me and my dad were guffawing. And I know I was laughing at some inappropriate stuff, <laughs> but it was so funny. I don't even think he cared. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It was just like, so funny. That New Jack Swing um, parody oh my God. with that dog. He was like... <laughs> I was like, "Why are you doing this?" That episode where they went to the to the island and there was this oh creature in the God. room, and he was fighting the creature. Like, <laughs> it's just too many iconic moments. Yes. Anybody that you talk to about Martin, they have a moment from it's it that so they enjoyed. Good. Yeah. So it's just, I think it's deserving. Well deserved. Hope like, Martin Lawrence knows what he did. Oh, for the culture. I okay. Mean, yeah. Come on. It's it's cemented. Like one of the best. I mean, our yeah. lists are it's the number one sitcom for us. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know about y'all. Period. Like it's pure comedy. It is great comedy. And and, and all types of comedy. Like physical comedy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even just the setup and the punchline of jokes. Right. Like he played his own mama. Like <laughs> what's the Come on. You gave us Shanae. Oh. Which I, was so caricature, but I fucking loved her. I love Sinead. My favorite episode Ooh, was when I know Sinead. I am Sinead. <laughs> Gina had to work in her shop and then that <laughs> day working on the feet and you saw these no. chips flying. It was so ridiculous and so funny. Yeah. Please check out Martin if you haven't. I'm I don't sure even know where to watch so, it. I mean, I try to. I don't know where to watch it. God, it's on, it should be on somebody's Maybe you can buy it on Amazon, y'all. You can and always buy it. it's worth the money. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Like, uh, so good. <laughs> Yeah, so there you have it, there friends. There you have it. That is our top five list yes. of the greatest black TV sitcoms. Yes. That's what we do here on Tizzletown TV. We That's talk right. about black TV. We talk about black entertainment. That's right. We talk about screenwriting. We yes. give you tips and trips about screenwriting, That's too. Right. We interview black screenwriters, black creators who are yes. creating Amazing. these iconic black pieces of art. That's right. Okay? And that is what we're all about here. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, and if you are into that and you love that, like, listen to it like download subscribe mm-hmm. again tinseltown tea like on all things we're available mm-hmm. like we want to uplift the characters and the iconic sort of um roles that we're seeing mm-hmm. now and that 
our happening happened in the past because right. they've set the pace and we want things to change in Hollywood. We mm-hmm. want more representation across the board, right. not just when it's cute on black history month or mm-hmm. when, you know, something ha- tragically happens and we got to March and all of a sudden we see our ways and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. No, it should be happening all the time. All and that's time. why we are here to uplift those voices. Cause we want to be in the know <laughs> period. Exactly. You know? So yes, if you are into that, follow us on all things Tinseltown T and of course support period network. It is a all woman led podcast network. Period. Okay? <laughs> Period. <laughs> okay. Network. And everyone works hard from the CEO to our engineers to all the other podcast shows. Everyone's working hard to do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to succeed, we need y'all to donate. So Period. please, please do that support. Um, and it's just amazing creators to be a part of this network. So mm-hmm. I love it so much. I love it too. Yeah. And with that. Yeah. We out. We out. TTT out. (laughs) Bye. And that's on period. Network.